And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Taylor Page, internationally recognized, intuitive, sought-after celebrity angel reader, spiritual teacher, and owner of Angels and Amethyst, is on a mission to connect as many people as possible to the wisdom and guidance of their angelic guides. Grounded in the spiritual arts, Taylor, when did you first recognize your connection to a realm beyond what most recognize or understand? Yeah, I think like most people in childhood, we come in so connected and then slowly close up into adulthood. But so many children have imaginary friends or see past loved ones near them. And I was no different from that. But like many with spiritual awareness on the forefront in childhood, I got so scared of these abilities to sense things. For me, clairsentience, which is psychic feeling, was my strongest psychic sense that came on first, which I also think is very common. Basically, every single person has clairsentience to some degree. Like when you walk into a room and you're like, the vibe feels off, that's clairsentience. Um, So I could feel things around me and I was very scared and my fear was like a magnet to attract fearful experiences to me in this realm. And so, yeah, it's been a bit of a journey getting to a place where I feel empowered. And that's why I work with angels because it's all love. Wow. That is, that is amazing. Um, You know, so in regard to, I'd like for you to tell us a story in regard to early memories, please Mm -hmm. share the story of your great grandmother and the birthday card she left for you. Oh, yes. So, When I was younger, I was in my room. I was a very interesting, odd kid. I was very to myself. I never, I came from a small town and I never really fit in with the people there. I was always kind of bullied. I was always to myself. And so I was in my room and I loved to read. I would read all the time. And I was just in my room reading, kind of hanging out. And all of a sudden I just got this really strong feeling that my great grandma who passed was around. And so I was raised with a mom who was super spiritual. My mom was an astrologer as well. And so she taught me um, that, you know, there's more than meets the eye and all of these things. And she would always talk about how my great grandma, her grandma was around and would send butterflies to her. And um, so I just got this feeling. I was like, that must be my great grandma. And I just clearly got the message, go into your closet. And so I went into my closet and I had this like little kind of messy area like a lot of kids do in my closet. (laughs) And one of the things in that messy area was this drawer Um, that I used for loose change and I would like kind of filter it through and put it in things, but I never got around to organizing it. So it was just kind of this like messy drawer. And the message told me like, go into the bottom drawer, which I never opened. And so I went into the bottom drawer and there was an unopened birthday card from my great grandma in there. And I felt her so close to me and it's, it's just beautiful. And 
Since then, my mom has passed as well, and she sends me butterflies. So it's almost like an ancestral generational sign from the women on that side of the family. Um, And yeah, I mean, our loved ones are always with us. They're always sending us signs and um, it's really magical and beautiful. And I think for a lot of people, loss and grieving is what opens them up spiritually to seeing that there's more than meets the eye. Wow, that is that is phenomenal. And I'm sure that that moment you can probably just replay in your head exactly all the details and everything of it, huh? Yeah, totally. I, I remember it so clearly. That's incredible. Um, you know, so for those who are only familiar with angels in regard to sort of these historical religious references or mystical beings of fantasy how do you define angels and their presence in our lives i love this question because i always say there are as many definitions for the word angel as there are people speaking about angels it's such a ineffable kind of presence um but I define angels as a specific form of energy that has never been human. So I don't believe that our past loved ones are the same as angels because in my sessions, I work with both and they feel different to me. Um, So I believe that angels are a specific form of energy that do not have the capacity. They vibrate at such a high level. They're not restricted by time, space, physical form. And I feel like it's so tempting for humans to anthropomorphize everything and say, God is a man in the sky. And we just personify everything. And I believe that angels are a high frequency of energy from the angelic realm, which As we've seen, there are multiple galaxies around us. So who knows what that means? When I've tried to feel into it, I see like an inverted black hole and I can't process it for more than a second. But um, so I believe that there are forms of energy here to help us to grow. And when you talk about like archangels and biblical figures, just like all religions do, there's truth in it, but kind of through the lens of human consciousness. And so I think angels are kind of wrapped up in that. And I think angels take specific forms, names, shapes for us to better understand them. And I do work with the archangels occasionally. I think there's many different forms of angelic energy, but I think it's too big of a concept to fully say, this is it one and done. So Mm -hmm. if you have a definition of the word angel that feels like truth to you and is personal to you and makes you feel connected, go with it. I believe that we have multiple angels around us that are impossible to quantify because it's a form of energy that's uniquely attuned to our highest self that helps lead us to get back to that place. And that is the most profound definition of an angel I have ever heard in my entire life. (laughs) So thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) I think about it a lot. It's like my life's work, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Well, and so that, that sort of comes to this next question here, which you know, so as we, as people, we, we question ourselves, we question our existence and our role in this world, in this space that we're in. So when it comes to angels, you know, what is their specific role? And, and then also, what do you feel your role? Having these abilities, having this intuition, having this level of connectedness, what is 
your role, Taylor? Oh, there's so much to say there. Um, so I think like many people in the spiritual space who are healers or readers or intuitives or whatever they call themselves, I think that there's commonly what is called witch wounds around us of memories of persecution. And don't get me wrong, witch wounds isn't as literal as being murdered for witchcraft. Witch wounds are any kind of patriarchal wound that has been internalized that it's not safe to be powerful if you don't fit within the mold of like what organized religion tells you that you should be. And so I think just like so many spiritual intuitive people come in with a lot of fear, it's almost like we are getting tasked with the exact life path and purpose we need to confront our fears, heal our wounds and be of service to the world. And I think that applies to everyone when they're in line with their purpose. Um, there is a certain level of getting out of your comfort zone and like doing what lights you up and bringing joy to the world. And so I think my role is to really heal myself so that I can heal, help others heal and light that spark within them as well. And I believe we all have these abilities. And so I think this lifetime, it's, it's challenged me. I mean, I grew up going to prep schools my entire life, like around people that are, you know, going down very traditional and high power career paths. And I, I'm like over here, like I'm an angelic intuitive, I'm an astrologer. And like, that was never going to be my path. I was always like set on this rigorous academic path. And so there was a lot of like ego that I had to overcome. There's just been so many like wounds and fears and insecurities going on this path. And I started about six years ago. So I've come a really long way, but um, I think that this path and my role in it is really a perfect cocktail of what my soul needed to evolve and heal. And I feel that for a lot of people who it's not like a guru, know-it-all type of dynamic. It's like a human doing what they need to help other humans do the same. Right. Oh, that's, that's so beautiful. And I like how you say it's, you know, that for you, there was, there was a time and a place, right? Like, um, it was just finding your way to yourself in essence. Yeah. And, um, yeah, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful journey. Um, you know, so for those who have only, you know, known angels as, as maybe those to, to pray to, or, or not speak with, not engage with, what advice do you have for, for those of us who are trying to find a way to, to connect? How do we do that with, with comfort, with confidence? How do we do that? So our angels, like I was saying before, it's so common to personify them, to say, oh, my angels are probably so frustrated with me right now. It's probably annoying them that I'm asking for this but they don't have the capacity for those human emotions. They aren't in physical bodies like we are. They are vibrating at such a high level of service and love. And I always say that the language of angels is joy. So the quickest way to feel connected to your angels is to follow your joy. Joy is truly an internal GPS system and joy is a very strong form of intuition. It's a green light. And so our angels, 
First of all, a key component of angelic connection is free will. That goes hand in hand with unconditional love. So our angels are always with us, but we have to choose to be with them consciously. That's why I wear this promise ring to them that I've worn every day for six years. And so basically the first thing is to invite your angels in out loud. That is like the basic way to start connecting with them. The next is to realize that like any relationship, it takes time, it takes trust, it takes communication. It's actually very advanced to say like, angels, please give me a message about X, Y, Z, and then immediately understand and receive the message. Um, that is the like a professional level of angelic connection. But like I say, with other things like say basketball, you don't hold a basketball for the first time, then become Shaq. And it's the same with these spiritual abilities. But for some reason, we feel so hurt when ours, like we are so quick to dismiss ourselves or say, no, I'm not connected or whatever. And so don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Treat this like any relationship. If you get things that confuse you, take that as information. If you get signs that make perfect sense and help you on your path, take that as information. I always recommend my students start a miracle journal so that you can write down all of those moments that you felt like supported by your angels or what your signs are. You can also choose what your signs are and ask them for specific signs so that you're not just a passive bystander in the relationship because it is a relationship. Um, yeah. And when you have that miracle journal, I mean, it's so easy to be like, I'm not supported. Like that didn't really happen. But in the moment when something happens, like a synchronicity or a sign or a message, you get so excited and then immediately forget it. And having a journal of all of those times helps bring you back to that space energetically, which raises your vibration because our angels vibrate at such a high level that we have to raise our vibration to be able to feel them and they have to lower theirs. And so if you're kind of in this place of like, woe is me and not following your joy, it's going to be really hard to A, believe that you have angels around you and B, feel them. So the very basic step to be able to, con to connect with your angels is shadow work, is healing yourself because the lightest of the light has the darkest of the dark shadow beneath it that needs that component for balanced and authentic connection. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared, for um, the stories that you've shared, for this, uh, certainly for the internal GPS and joy being that. Um, so many beautiful things shared. And uh, thank you for helping all of us just become a bit more aware now. Thank you so much, Taylor. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.